Hi, Rob. Tara, how, how are you today? I'm, I'm digging the shirt. I'm digging the shirt. Tell me about what's going on with the shirt. I know it's a podcast. No one can see it, but I'm just loving what no. you're What is that? I have no idea what bird this is. My husband even said, what is that? And I go, all I can think of is it, it lands on water. So that's what we got. I have no idea. Um, so, so Rob, Mr. Um, Sooner HR President, and I'm certification chair for OKHR. Do you know who we have lined up today? Well, I know that we always talk to people that's uh, in the HR industry and, and close with OKHR. So I imagine, Tara, it's somebody within that circle. Yeah, she's a big deal. I, and I'm going to say she is a legend. Legend. It is Diana Wall, Diana and Wall. she she's um, uh, an owner of Excel Financial Staffing, where um, she's she's been in that business since its inception, and has recently become an owner. So this is really exciting. She's also a volunteer guru. Um, Diana is an inaugural member of the Sooner HR Society, so we can jump into that, which. Um, she has big accolades there, and she's volunteered for about every role from the local level to the state level with um, OKHR. Uh, she's planned conferences. She's directed the nomination process for when Sooner HR Society won the nationally recognized Pinnacle Award um, in 2013, and she volunteers with other organizations, but it's near and dear to my heart. And actually, Diana is the reason why I became a volunteer with Sooner HR. So I'm super excited because I think everybody in any role in Nor in Oklahoma knows the name Diana Wall. Yay. So welcome, 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 Diana. How are you? I am great. Thank you. That was very, very <laughs> kind. Very, very kind. You're always very gracious about all that. <laughs> oh, I love seeing your smile. I love seeing it. So, well, Diana, so I... Um, have known you for or been acquainted with you for a very long time, um, but it's always been that you have been involved with um, Excel staffing, Excel financial staffing. So talk about that, um, about that business and that you're also recently an owner. So how did that transition? So tell us about that. Well, sure. Um, okay, so I we we've been open twenty six years. So I I actually helped open the office twenty six years ago, but prior to to opening Excel, I was an HR director for a check cashing um, chain, and so that that company sold in ninety five, and then we opened Excel in in um, uh, July of ninety five. But between all that, the bombing happened. So um, that our offices were just a couple blocks away from that, and we ended up delaying our opening. Plus, I was pregnant, and just lots of lots of things. But um, we ended up opening in July of '95, and so um, it was a, kind of an easy transition, just because of HR and staffing is kind of all related. And um, so I've kind of done all the roles here too you know, in the staffing business. Started. You know, doing uh, I helped you know place and recruit, and I did some of the operations, and now I do more business development. But then, and recently in October, we um, were given the opportunity to buy the company, so that's what we did. That's a big deal. 
That's a big deal. How did that, um, how, how do you think your focus has changed from being, I, I'm an employee, but now I'm an owner, and so decisions I make affect Lots sure. of things. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, you know, the cash management, of course, is a whole new role that we're having to all learn. But, um, but honestly, I would say even from the from the beginning, I always felt like this was my business because, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, that's just the way I operate, and I, I take ownership of that. So, yes, I mean, there were certain decisions perhaps I couldn't make, but um, but I always had that mentality. And you know, when and becoming an owner, we. Um, you know, we just moved. So being in a location for over 25 years and moving here uh, to where we're just north of uh, uh, 50th and Chartel, but just um, kind of going through that build out process. And then I have two other partners. Mm-hmm. So you have to all agree on the color of tile and you know, the carpet. And the, I mean, it's oh, like being married. I mean, married. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a marriage of three. It's a marriage of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and have the other owners have they been involved with excel since you have been or have have they been there as long pretty close so renee kistler is another owner and she was i think about I'm trying to think so we're 26 years old she's at 24 and then debbie is at 21 so we've all you know worked together for over 20 years together so we really knew that we would work well together just because we had that mm-hmm. history so right. um Anyway, yeah, it's it's all been um, very compatible, and we know each other's styles, and that just all works well. Yeah. When um, you made reference of 1995, which and and so obviously being in Oklahoma, and I lived in Oklahoma at that time frame of um, of the Oklahoma City bombing, and your business was right there. Yes. Right? So yeah. So the crazy thing is, I just had driven by. I mean, I was parallel, oh. <laughs> I was parallel to it. So um, the building, so I was actually on 7th, the the building, Murray building was on 5th. So the building next to me, and I was parallel. So the building next to me blew out and hit my car. So I didn't really realize which building it was that blew up. But, um, you know, I was okay. The car was okay. And then once I passed through the intersection is when I, I could see that half the building was gone. So it was um, oh a lot of a lot of craziness. I mean, you can kind of get caught up in the frantic uh, mentality of everything because then there was like second bomb threats, and then people were running down the street, and I could have been seven months pregnant. I kind of, I mean, I'm like, I can't run. <laughs> you know, I'm not running, yeah. but yeah, I could have. Right. You know, but right. um, but yeah. So it's just it was. I mean, you know, it was a really. Um, scary time and very emotional and it, you know being pregnant on top of that you're already emotional but um you know and then I took a month off I mean I had a month to come back and um start Excel with Meg and Chris Sire so wow amazing amazing um you have volunteered with everything in OKHR uh, OKHR from from Sooner HR, Oklahoma City, and also being a district, I didn't even mention it, you've been a district director. So instead of asking which um, locations you've been to as far as chapters, which chapter have you never been to a meeting? Oh, goodness. You know, (laughs) the crazy thing is I don't know if, I'm trying to remember if I've been to a Tulsa chapter meeting. I've been to like all the other smaller chapters but I'm not yeah. sure if I've actually been to Tulsa one you know and and um 
we there used to be a Bartlesville chapter, and then they they mm-hmm. got um, incorporated into the Tulsa chapter, and I mm-hmm. never went to that one either. So, okay, interesting. Um, oh my goodness, yeah, because I know uh, I remember you talking about going to Enid and. And I'm like, wow, I, I just think that would be very interesting to see how, how the chapters run differently in comparison to, to ours. Because all we know is, I mean, all I know is, is our chapter. I mean, I've been to Oklahoma City a long time ago. I've been to Tulsa's forever and ever and ever ago. But I haven't been to, you know, I think of the Ardmore uh, group that, mm-hmm. you know, how, how they would run differently. So, and I think, you know, it seems like a lot of our groups are... Um, because of Zoom potentially having similar meetings. Ta-da. Um, <laughs> tell us about, um, we, we made a you know, very quick intro about talking about the Pinnacle Award for SHRM, um, mm-hmm. that, okay, that Sooner HR won. Tell us about that and how, because you were integral about getting it submitted and what all of that meant. And then also tell us about what a big deal the Pinnacle Award is, because if, if you haven't been, I mean, you know, you see it on some things, but it's a big deal. Right, it's right. It's a big deal. Diana, right, very, very so, competitive. Before you answer that question, Diane, I want to add on to that. What is a Pinnacle Award? My sister from South Oklahoma City always listens to my podcast because she's a sport. <laughs> she has no idea about any of this. So explain this well, to her. And uh, also talk a little bit, it was for Sooner, right? Sooner HR chapter. So mm-hmm. uh, talk about you be starting that club too, because that was or that chapter. Well, so um, the Pinnacle Award is actually a, um, a program that your chapter puts on that is unique and um, benefits the, uh, the promotion of HR. And um, specifically, it's usually a, a program that you've done. So what we did is, and Patricia Garrett was very instrumental in this whole, the whole program, but it was um, really providing really good work ethic training with, it was, it was a program like time management and um, just a, a series of different things. And so we had to, so we had to have like our whole board go through this training. It was like a two and a half, three day deal. So to take that much time away from work to go through training, you know, to train others, it was kind of a big deal. It was a pretty big ask. And so um, we had, I want to say we had 12 or 13 involved in, um, involved in this pro- process. So we went through this, this whole training process and then we rolled it out and we trained others on how to um, have good work ethic. And so during all this, it was like a year-long program. And then you have to show how can you duplicate it and how can it be rolled out into other chapters or whatever. So um, anyway, we we did all that, went through kind of the whole, um, yeah, they, they wanted to really know about the percentages and how effective it was and that kind of thing. So we had to do a lot of um, metrics with it. And so anyway, on during all that, so this was from 2012 to 2013. So I don't know if y'all remember, but in May of 2013, we had that huge tornado in Moore. And our chapter is South, you know, South Oklahoma City, Moore, Norman. And so (laughs) here we were dealing with that and our members were affected by that tornado. And here we were trying to finish up the pinnacles. Anyway, we got it done. (laughs) We got it done, but it was, it was just kind of a crazy time. But um, it's a, it is a national um, 
recognition from SHRM and what they they recognized our chapter at the um, the SHRM leadership volunteer leadership conference, and so it was in front of I know a thousand two thousand people, and they and we were considered small chapter, so there's it's just very competitive, and so we um, we won it. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a national award, and it gets down to maybe, I, I can't remember, like maybe eight finalists or something. The list is not very long. So we've seen it whenever we've gone to the volunteer leadership meetings, and they, they list out here's what the program is of what this chapter has done. But the fact that this little chapter, which maybe at that time in 13, maybe had I don't know, I'm going to guess around, you know, 50 to 60, you know, between 50 to 100 mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. And our group, won. that's, ama- that's amazing. That, I mean, honestly, way to go. Bravo. Just standing ovation <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun, and it was a team effort, and it was, you know, the board and the members were all involved. So, you know, I, I just, um, I congratulate the whole, you know, our, our chapter. Mm-hmm. But um, so, Rob, to get to your question about being kind of involved, I, I don't know if I was like the initial, you know, member, like, because actually that was um, Les Brown. I mean, he's the one that kind of spearheaded the whole Sooner chapter and, and did the bylaws and all that. Um, and he's still, I mean, he still is very, he, he's involved when he can be with the chapter. He, he loves to hear about what's going on in our, in our little chapter. And but what happened was the reason I became involved was do you all remember Mark Mike Charbonneau? So Mike Charbonneau was the pres was a president, and sometimes you know you really have to work on getting volunteers, and nobody else was stepping up to be a president elect. And I've never I never had another role before president elect for the senior mm-hmm. chapter. So I'm like. I love it. <laughs> I love our chapter. I'll do it, you know. And this was the time when we didn't have the Norman Regional um, location mm-hmm. to have our, have our physical meetings. We had to go. We went to, like, coaches or something off of Main Street, and we had to take in the projector. We had to take in the screen. We had to take in all this manual stuff, and it was just funky the way the, you know, the food worked. And, I mean, we made it work, mm-hmm. but it was just it was just funky. And, um so anyway, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had, you know, it was, to me, I wanted, I, I was about the education part and I, and I love the networking too, but I was really, I needed those, those, the credits and I needed the education. And mm-hmm. so um, anyway, that was kind of part of, but even with um, the president elect, the duties, because of it, of it being a smaller chapter, you, the president elect had like the programming responsibilities and they had a lot more responsibilities than perhaps a larger chapter where it's more divided out. But that's, that's how I got started. And then um, I just get, you know, I, I, I need to learn, I need to learn how to say no. Is what I need to do. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, and I, Diana, know you from, from volunteering as well. And you have, you're like our memory for what's happened in the chapter or what's happened at volunteer leadership um, business meeting or what's happened at OKHR. You remember all of that. You retain it. And it, you, it's such a treasure to have people around who, who remember the, those things and can help guide. And it's just, you, I, I volunteered because you asked. And so isn't that a lot of how things have happened? It's because people have asked. So thank mm-hmm. you for, for prompting lots of people 
<laughs> I know you've brought lots of people. So. Well, thank you. I enjoy it. So what's been your most satisfying accomplishment um, with your career to date from being with yeah. Well, I guess I guess I would just say ownership, you know, actually obtaining ownership of, of the company that I helped open, you know, 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I say, I, and, and second to that, I just remember when I, you know, went through certification and getting my, uh, my credentials, how hard that was. <laughs> I mean, you know, when mm-hmm. you don't, when you don't, or when you're not in school, and you have to study like that. And this was mm-hmm. back, I don't know, however long ago, I did the PHR first and the PHR mm-hmm. um, it was through HRCI. It was just so hard. It was so legal. And you had all these union questions and things I didn't deal with. And, mm-hmm. and then you can't really use your experience to answer some of the questions, you know, <laughs> you know, it has to be. Mm-hmm. So it was, I just remember being very, um, re- it was very rewarding to pass that and then to pass the SPHR mm-hmm. and then, you know, to keep mm-hmm. the credential. I mean, I'm never going to let that thing lapse because <laughs> No, uh, I think you and I are the same. We've both taken the PHR and also taken the SPHR. And I just remember after doing both of those, my brain was like. Mm-hmm. So, Rob, did you take the SHRM test or did you take the um, the HRCI test? I got the HRCI, the PHR, and then okay. the grandfather thing for the SHRM. Yes. Yeah. Way to go, SHRM, for the grandfather. That was the best. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. The best. Um, so, do you do you get to do uh, a lot of recruiting for your business anymore, or is it more just operations? No, I, I'm still in the business of recruiting and business. You know, finding the clients and just the whole networking piece. And you know, it's been it's been interesting this last year. So we have to do a lot of things virtually, but. Um, you know, I think, I think people are ready to like start seeing people. And we, you know, mm-hmm. when we had our, of course, when we had our OKHR conference a couple of weeks ago, you know, we had a little group together, which was nice. And then we had kind of a networking thing afterwards. And that was also very nice. And so I think, mm-hmm. I think it's going to, I think we're starting to see business pick up for sure. There's uh, people have been doing without for so long and going back to the office and that kind of thing. Okay. But I was going to ask that, talk a little bit about the market from a recruiter standpoint and and how things are, are going right now? Well, the I mean, we have we have good business as far as the orders. What's what we're noticing? It's the candidates that were. It's really tight, just because um, I think partially because of the unemployment. You know, there there's not the incentive to really have to go back to work yet. And I don't, I'm sure you guys are experiencing that too. But so, that's what we're seeing. Again, for for my sister in South Oklahoma City, what exactly does Excel do recruiting for? What's your what's your main line of business? So what we do is accounting, financial, admin type staffing. So not only do we do the temporary like contract stuff or um, temp to hire, but we also do professional direct hire placement. And our recruiters are CPAs, which is a little different just um, because they've been in the business. They understand the um, accounting world and what those jobs require. But um, And I have more of a, a business, general business uh, background. But we... Um, and that's kind of our, our specialty, but we do a lot of a lot of different operational admin type type positions. So I don't know if you need something, just let me know. I mean, we've even done some legal systems, legal <laughs> paralegals, and there's okay. been some oddball things. 
I was gonna, I was gonna let you kind of, you know, uh, to our podcast listening audience, which is literally tens of people right now. Uh, <laughs> who, uh, who, is there any any jobs out there that you need you need filled? Need help getting uh, promoted out there? Sure. Let me look at my list here. <laughs> <laughs> She's pulling a book out. <laughs> uh, we have. Um, Let's see here. Well, I just just took an order today for a um, kind of like a financial financial manager. We, we would consider it more like a controller for um, a law firm, and it pays like you know eighty eighty up right. eighty eighty ninety thousand. Um, we have like what's really hard right now is just to find a good bookkeeper, good bookkeeper, mm. good. Um, like AR clerk or a- AP clerk, that's what we really need to find. We've got, mm-hmm. of course, we always always have a lot of tax, tax, and that's kind of a tricky position too because if you're pulling somebody from a public accounting firm, they don't, they want to leave at a certain time frame. It needs to be after tax season because they don't want to leave the company in a in a bind. So timing on that was really, um, really important. And then admin assistance, payroll, data entry, um, we have auditor, we have an audit position we need to fill. We even get HR positions when we have an HR, we have, I can think of two or three HR positions right now. And it sometimes HR positions will involve payroll. Sometimes they won't, but these particular, these two do. So, um, analyst, financial analyst, anyway, those are, I mean, we, we're working on like, I don't know, 70, over 70 jobs right now. Wow. Wow four or five on, on your team. Is that, is that what you said? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So wow. uh, what's, what's, what's a unique position that you, you've had to fill or your team's had to fill? Well, we filled a, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, this, this is not that unusual, but we just filled a CFO position in Wichita. So mm-hmm. we have done some placements outside of Oklahoma City that are usually, uh, you know, a little challenge, but we did, I'm trying to think of this one we did that was like a, um, wasn't a driver, but it was like they managed the fleet, a fleet manager kind of thing. So that was probably mm-hmm. one of the most unusual that we've done. So how do you find mm-hmm. somebody like that? I'm coming from a recruiting background, so I, I, I feel the pain. So these are, so how do you, what's your secret? What's your secret sauce, Diana? Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, connections, um, you source them. You know, you yeah. used all you use all the tools. <laughs> you just we and and it does help that we've all been in the business for you know over twenty years. So the connections are are really very valuable. Have you seen that social media has has changed for you on how you do your business? I mean, has it helped you or? Oh well, yeah. I mean, for sure, it's. Um, I think everyone has to have a presence on social media, and we. We just, um, I'm trying to think here, we, we could probably do better. I mean, I'm going to be honest, we could, we could do better. At it. My daughter looks at our stuff and she's like, I need to handle your social media. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we're not, we don't act young enough or something. I don't know. <laughs> but we, your stuff and goes, you need to be on TikTok is what she thinks. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we're, we're on, you know, Instagram, we're on I'm trying to think of some of the ones. I mean, Facebook, of course, and um, mm-hmm. LinkedIn. I mean, your your normal ones, but you're right, like TikTok and some of these other younger ones. And we just don't have that like youthful vibe or something <laughs> you know, that we probably yeah. need. 
Yeah. At least with my group, we have um, contracted some of that out because we know that if somebody's sending out a message on social media, they want to have a response pretty quickly. And so it's we we have we've at least are trying to realize that and and um, be considerate to. Mm-hmm. All right, what are you doing respond. on it? Are you, are you trying to get candidates or what are you? What is we do. Yeah, we do. We have uh, we post ads on there. We've done paid ads on social media and just even just promo of our business. So it's it's we've tried to keep a more present um, presence over the past two years. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we have it's started. It's hard if you have your other business. It's like that's a that's another job for sure. And to be, I mean, and to be relevant and to be um, something worth reading and that kind of thing. We, we did, we do do something every other week kind of that we post to all of our um, social media sites and, um, and it's just usually really light and just, you know, hopefully provide some yeah. wisdom. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, cause you don't ever know how you're going to make a connection and just make a connection. So mm-hmm. that's what we're doing right here. Right. We're having a connection with Diana. That's right. And I would say, you know, that's a lot about being involved in OKHR. It's just the friendships and the connections that you develop through that. And it's just, I mean, if you have an issue or if you have a question about something, you have a resource that you feel comfortable having that conversation with and be very frank about, you know, be very authentic. That's another term these days. (laughs) Yes, it is. That is, is that the, the, the word of the year, authentic. Maybe so. Should be. It should be if it's not. And you know, you know what? We. I don't know if you were there at this one, Tara, but one of the years at the National Sherm Conference, they had uh, Dr. Oz as one of the main speakers. Were oh. you at that one? Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't gone to a national conference before. I've only gone to the volunteer uh, okay. leadership. Okay, so this was one year that they had Dr. Oz, and he was like a headliner, you know, speaker. And this is what he said to do. So you kind of have a sense of how people view you. He -hmm. goes, okay, he goes, I want you to text five people right now, five people, and tell them or ask them to give you one word how they would describe you. Ooh. One word. And if you give that same one word, you know, multiple times, then that's how you're viewed. Right. And so, um, so I did that and do you, you know, and, uh, Lindsay Nichols is, was one of the ones that I, I texted. Mm-hmm. And so Lindsay is, is a past district director for OKHR. Mm-hmm. And oh. anyway, but anyway, I did it with five people. I got three back, three words back the same. And so that's oh, what was how I, genuine. Can we share? Oh, good. Genuine, which in my opinion could be good or bad because it could say, I'm going to tell you how it is. I can tell you how it's good or good or bad. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you the bad too. You know? <laughs> so anyway, that was interesting. And, um, you know, and you ask them to, to be honest and not like fluff it up and whatever. <laughs> anyway, you ought to try it. I think that my coworker did that one time because I remember getting an email and she, she'd asked for that. I think she was just reading something. And so I know she'd asked some other um, coworkers or, what? So I wonder if it was along those same lines. Could be. Could so, be Dr. Oz. <laughs> could be. Who knew? Um, what 
so you're in an HR service role too, but also um, acting as HR. So what surprised you about HR in all of your your years of of being involved? What surprised me? Hmm. I mean, we have stories, of course, but I mean, there's, I don't Ooh, know. Tell us, can you tell us a good story of a, of a, a candidate coming in that you're just shocked by? Can you tell us? Uh, I mean, we've had, we've had one recently that we had a candidate come in that she does great work. She really does great work, but she has an odor problem. I mean, a body odor problem. Oh. And oh. you, you know, you have to address that. If you want to send that candidate out, um, and it's not every time either. It's hit or miss that so you don't know. But she actually came into our office, and we we could, you know smelled it for days. And so oh. those are those are the, I mean those are the difficult conversations that you have. To sure. Have. But sure. Um, it was probably but, stress sweat. <laughs> well, and you just don't know if it's um, a medical. You know, yeah. if it's a medical issue, I mean, you, you just don't know. And you just mm-hmm. want to bring awareness to it, but in a, a comforting kind of way, you know. Yeah. Anna, in, in general, for all the budding HR practitioners that do listen to us, we do have this huge audience, as I've already established. What is the best way to go about explaining to somebody that they have an odor problem? I don't know if there's a really best way. <laughs> I mean, it just has to, I mean, you just, you have to just say the good things about them. And then you say, this is the, a problem we've noticed. Right. And, you know, what can we do to fix it? You know, what can we do to help them? Sarah, have, have you had to have that conversation? Uh, not, not at my business here. We've had it at, in prior, but yes, not at my business here. I've, I've had to have it. So I just, maybe it's a poll we should start asking. How many, how many HR practitioners have actually had to address that problem with their employees? Cause yeah, it's yeah. more prevalent. It's, it's I mean, little, it's, yeah. it's uncomfortable and, and, you know, and sometimes too, you might have people that wear too much perfume or you might have, I mean, there's just all <laughs> kinds of, <laughs> Oh, hold on. You made me think of one of our stories. We, my husband and I used to own a restaurant and we had these, you know, little college, I say college age gals who worked for us and they were in our bakery and he would have to tell them that they needed to wear underwear to work. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, oh no. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not every day. Thank goodness. <laughs> not every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, hey, what do you think is has been your favorite or your takeaway from volunteering? I mean, I could go on of all of the things that you have done with OKHR and, and Sooner and Oklahoma City. I mean, seriously, you have put on conferences for the state of Oklahoma. I mean, what has been your takeaway and what's been your favorite your favorite from a conference mm-hmm. and then also your takeaway from volunteering uh, takeaway from volunteering is I mean I think I've said it before but it's definitely the relationships and 
um, the friends, the friends that you make are just, you know, you just won't know or meet these people and you're, you're working for the same common goal. And so you're, you know, you learn how to really do or perform good teamwork and be compatible with listening to other people's ideas and just, but for me, it's, I just love the relationship part of it and I'm working with, uh, with the team. And I would say um, your question about the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's been, they're always great. They're, they're always fun. They're, they always provide a lot of value and it was fun. I think for me, it was fun to be a co-chair with, with Michelle uh, join Michelle mm-hmm. Killingsworth and yeah. to, I mean, and to actually work with her, I, 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 we were so compatible in the way we worked and I, it, that was really a joy, a joy to be around and to do that. Had you worked with her in that kind of level before or knew kind of, I mean, cause I had just seen her or seen your interaction of, you know, oh, we knew each other from OKHR, but I didn't know if you guys had volu- you know, done a project together before. Not really. I mean, we served on the board together, but to, to do that kind of planning together, you know, and she's, her strengths are, she's got a lot of strengths. And so mm-hmm. just to work with, with her on this whole process and, you know, we would just bounce ideas off and we were just, it, it's almost like, you know, finding a good travel partner <laughs> you know, or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can be hard to do. And she, we were just, it, it was just a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed her company and working on that project. So that's, I think that was probably my biggest takeaway from one of the confer- any of the conferences. For those uh, podcast listeners, if you want to learn more about Michelle Killingsworth, please check out our episode five on OKHR Leads. With yes. joy, Michelle Killingsworth. <laughs> joy. Right. I know. It's, it's a struggle for me, I mean, to go back to the joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what I, I know that we've, I feel like we've, kind of wrapped a whole bunch of stuff in a really short amount of time. What have I not, what have we not talked about that you want to share about Diana wall, the amazing Diana wall? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of glad that we're at a point now where we can hopefully see each other, you know, face to face and see each other's faces. And, um, you know, I, I think for those that might be listening, I would just say get involved because, just start somewhere and get involved and see where it leads you. And some, some positions don't require a lot of time and some may later require a lot. (laughs) It might be a second job, right? but um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different um, ways to get involved. And even if it's not OKHR, I mean, I've been involved in chamber stuff. I've been involved in like um, on college Mm -hmm. boards and um, just other things, but it's, you know, kind of find what, what's really of interest and start somewhere. And that's where you'll find where you want to go or what you want to be involved in and, and uh, develop those skills. But um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I would say probably one of my most favorite positions on the board, the OKHR board was the college relations when I was the oh, really? college relations director. And I think it was because I got to t- work with the students and mm-hmm. it was it was during a time where um, UCO was kind of between um, professors, and so I actually was able to take their team to compete at the student conference. Oh, so oh. Um, I don't know if you remember all that, but it was um, 
you know, taking the students and they're very competitive with them and kind of prepping them. And, and I don't know, it was just, it was a lot of fun. So, so talk about that and what that is, which, sorry. The, I was asking the same question as Rob. The, the student competition, I know that we're not doing it right now. Sherm isn't doing it right now, but tell about the student competition and what that is. Well, it's it's basically they're given a, a case to review and and then to provide solutions. So you have to. It, it, this was you know years ago, but what they would they would have. Usually, you didn't know what the case was about. Like it was like you were you're brought in. They gave you the case. You were monitored so that you didn't do you know get help or whatever. The students had to come up with the solution themselves, and then they had to present it in front of a judge. And then the top three oh. teams, the, the top three teams, and this is usually regional, so it's, it can involve four, five, six states, something like that. So oh, okay. um, um, they would they would have so the top three would then go on to perform in front of the whole audience at the student conference. So you had to present your solution to everybody, and then they selected like the, the winner and it, and it provided some, um, you know, monetary incentive and different things. But um, anyway, so UCO, um, you know, University of Central Oklahoma, they were always very strong competitor and they had a, their, um, you know, uh, teacher, the professors were very involved in that whole process. So that, that's, a, that's the, probably the key is to have that professor involvement, that advisor involvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so they've always had a very strong um, HR student chapter. They called it actually management chapter. But um, anyway, so they were in the top ten. I mean, several several years. And um, wow. yeah, they're, they're many, they did great. How many would go from would compete that were from Oklahoma? Well, you can, I mean we could have as many chapters that wanted to go. Oh, okay. But but what ha- you know, it's it's a um, cost. It costs money to send the students, sure. and um, OKHR would help supply some of that cost. I mean, they mm-hmm. would support them mm-hmm. with some a certain mm-hmm. amount. But um, with the year that I took took them, it was just the one, just the one, the okay. one. But and that's and at the time we had oh my gosh, let me think. I think we had six student chapters. So. Okay. And trying to um, volunteer in that role as a you know, college relations director, you're having to get to know the leadership every, I mean, it could be every semester because they oh, graduate. Right. And so you don't have that succession planning like you would at maybe a normal chapter. Their board is you know, rotating every year or every semester, really. <laughs> so sure. it's, right. it was Definitely, you know, you had to just be in front of them a lot more often. But, and some chapters would dissolve because the, you know, the advisors didn't want to, didn't want to do it, or you know, they don't get paid extra to do it. Right, right. And Linda Clark is has kind of resurrected some kind of competition that's that's statewide, correct? Right. Is that correct? Right. Right. And I'm. um, you know, I know that we were going to have a student conference um, initially with us before, um, you know, we went virtual. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that would be ideal. I mean, I think we have, we have definitely the capability to have a good student conference. And just, yeah, she, yeah she's the one kind of heading all that up. She'd be, she's awesome. 
Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up, and um, we have just a few really kind of quick questions for mm-hmm. you. So be 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 fast. So don't think. Just knee jerk okay. reaction. All right. Um, Okay, so Diana, uh, during COVID, what has surprised you that you've learned about yourself? To not have fear. To not have fear. Ooh, that's a great answer. What mantra do you use for yourself and like to share with others? Be yourself. Good. And so copying from Brene Brown, um, she asks, what do most people get wrong about you? That I, I mean, I don't know if it's wrong. <laughs> I can be tough. I can be okay. tough. Okay. Um, and what recent TV show have you been obsessed with? Gosh, I have barely watched any TV. Um, but what can I just say? I need to watch what you told me to watch. Is that Ted Lasso? Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I will have it's, to report back. Yes. And any, I think any, and, and I go on about this, but any HR person, any business person, any person who lives in life needs to watch Ted Lasso because it's all of the feelings and angst and good and bad and silly and everything wrapped up into one. It's so good. And you know what? We've built it up so much that whenever the second season comes out, it's probably just going to be like... I really hope not, but it has so, I mean, you just walk away going, yeah, got it. So, so right, Rob, Rob, have you, Rob has watched it? I've watched it twice. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> not anybody yet, so, yeah. yeah, must watch it. Okay. Yeah. It is the epitome of the, what was the tagline, the must-see TV. It is must-see TV on Apple. <laughs> Okay, yes, I, I had to go look for that. Thank goodness I still have Apple. <laughs> yep. Well, how can people um, connect with you, Diana? Oh, multiple ways. Um, I, you know, I'm on, um, you know, email or my cell phone or <laughs> it's all out there, but um, I'm trying to think what is the best. Yeah, probably just my email um, might be okay. easiest, but it's dwall at excelfinancial.com. A-C-C-E-L okay. financial. And then I'm on LinkedIn, of course. That might be, uh, that's a lot of business ways people connect. So okay. <clears throat> definitely, I definitely do that. And I'm on all the social media, but I'm, you know, I, I don't accept everybody on like Facebook or um, I don't know. I'm just, if I have, I have to know you <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Trepidation. Got to, got to get it, feel it out. So I get it. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us. I think this was wonderful to hear about um, the legend, Diana Wall. And um, until next time, uh, until next time, whenever we hear your report about Ted Lasso. Okay. Okay. You will hear it. All right. All right. So goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you.